David and Derek, St. John and Tigo, David and Derek, St. John and Tigo, David and Derek, St. John and Tigo, David and Derek. Welcome to 85 South Sports. This is David St. John and Derek Teagle, episode number two, Derek, here in the penthouse suite of the Noon Times Herald. Man, it's good to be here. So much better than the St. John Estates dining room. Tell you. <laughs> Definitely better, but uh, your wife provided like snacks and stuff, you know. So. Yeah, that is. Yeah, unfortunately, the donuts are not here. But, right, right. But yeah, uh, she did it's do coming. Good, it's coming. So. Like you said, we always talk things into existence. So, probably about two weeks from now, we're going to have like brownies. I know that uh, Miss Neely is. is King or queen of the Girl Scout cookies. Oh, is that uh, right? Yeah, yeah. She, uh, I buy it every year. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and put the order in for the uh, Samoas. With the, yeah. Is that the one with the caramel on it? Caramel and chocolate? I just know what box they're in. Like, I don't even know what I eat. I just know I like the orange box and I you like just the eat whatever box. they put in front of me? <laughs> no, 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 no. I like the orange box, the red box, and the yellow box. I don't know what it is. Hey, well, whatever works, man. But um, I'm consistent with it, though. We really don't need that stuff. I mean, we we both started trying to get in shape here uh, you always in the Girl month Scout of January. Cookies. It's always about the kids, man, because supporting the kids. I was telling uh, Clay earlier, so he, I almost had to ask for a piggyback ride up the steps because I was so sore from working out on Saturday, but it's not part of the services with the podcast, so he told me no. Yeah, that's probably about accurate. You know, it's yeah. like a lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting no lawsuits at noon's time here. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, uh, well, this is episode two. Obviously, episode one went really well, and uh, looking forward to another episode. This week, we have Coach Shea with the Noonan Cougar uh, wrestling, which we'll we'll get into some some conversation with him in a little bit. Thanks for having um, me. Had a great weekend this weekend. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, you, you know, it didn't go as good as you wanted it to go, but uh-huh. still pretty good weekend. And we'll we'll get into that in some detail here in a little bit. That way, Coach Shea has a chance to put the the Nuna Kruger wrestlers in the spotlight for a few minutes. But yes. uh, we got a few things that we want to get to in front of that. So, Derek, uh, we have no scripts. So what do you want to talk about? We uh, do high school basketball, but definitely before we go there. Um, Congratulate! I know we're going to talk about it in details, but oh yeah, uh, anytime you finish in the top ten in the state of Georgia, any sport, uh, it don't matter where it is, uh, it's accomplishment. So where it's tenth, where it's ninth, where it's eighth, where it's third, where it's fourth, where it's fifth, whatever it is, is a major accomplishment because there's a lot of folks who would love to have that type of success. Mm-hmm. So big props out to coach um, um, because at the end of the day, like I witnessed um, a basketball program with my son, he plays for the basketball team. I witnessed. You know, um, a baseball run this past year, you know. So anytime yeah. you see that volleyball run with, with mm-hmm. the volleyball team. Plus, uh, we're completely unbiased here. Well, no, just at you know, 85 on, on, this part, on this part, we can say we, we, we love really Midland. not. No, we can, we, we can really say this um, <laughs> because we are a, a local station that we love Nuna. We went there. So it's oh, great yeah, to say that. Exactly. Uh, but last week we just talked about how all the county teams are, make, are happy making runs. So it's okay to say that. We can outlook on Noonan or spotlight Noonan because it's facts. They made a run in wrestling. So it's right. not being biased. It's a part of, like, we love Noonan, and they made a great season. So big props out to Coach for that part. Um, and we'll get into it later. But, no, it's okay to say that we love Noonan because we do. Nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, and I don't know how I – I don't know where I got Whitewater in my head for this tournament. I, was, I, I guess I just yeah. created the fact that I wanted it to be at Whitewater. <laughs> you said that several times. Yeah, too. I did. It wound up being in Gainesville. You got property in that really, really nice gym they have up there. It's pretty top-notch. Like, that was cool. Like you got some property over in Whitewater that we don't know about. Uh, not Whitewater. No, not, not over there. <laughs> All right. Because you so, brought it up quite a few times last say, week. Te- technically, I don't have any property anywhere except for 89 <laughs> Carlo Court. <laughs> So uh, let's get into basketball. Just making uh, America on that right now. So. Uh, right now, basketball locally, uh, Noonan girls are not having the best year. They're 0-16, uh, 0-9 in the region. Uh, they play Douglas County tomorrow. 
Uh, Northgate is 9 and 10, a very talented young team. Uh, they're led by two sophomores. They're going to be really, really good. Uh, they're 9 and 10. They're 0 and 3 in the region. Is Coach Johnson um, still over there or did no, he retire? No, so we have Coach Shans there now, and she's phenomenal. Gotcha. Um, yeah, Coach Johnson retired this past year. Uh, we have East Kaida girls at 3 and 14. Uh, Trinity girls, which one of the best teams in their classification in the state, they're 13 and 4. They're 7 and 0 in the region. Uh, very t- talented basketball team. That starting five is legit. Uh, Heritage With the girls. International lineup. Uh, one, 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 but two, two, two. Two international uh, transfers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have uh, Trinity Girls, which currently right now is playing Central Crusaders. Uh, they played last week where Central uh, lost to Trinity 42, not Trinity, Heritage, 42 to 27. Uh, they're playing right now at Central High Schools. Um, so uh, Heritage is 3 and 9, Central is 5 and 6. Uh, we're yeah. transitioned to the boys. Well, real quick, first, mm-hmm. for those who are listening from Central, we are, we are adding you – to the list of schools that we're talking about. I know a lot of folks don't talk about Central a whole lot, but uh, we fully plan on integrating them into everything we talk about because they deserve it. Oh, so. No. so actually, we're leaving here tonight. We're actually going to Central Boys game as they play Grace Christian. Central Boys at 13-5, and five, and Grace Christian is 19-5. and five. So it should be a really, really good game yeah, tonight. like a good ball game over there. Yeah, wow. so um, going there, hopefully they got um, my two hot dogs and Power 8 ready for me. <laughs> uh, it's been a request. That that was a deal you had worked out with Trinity. No, no, does that, no. Does that go over to? No, I already talked to Central today. Oh, you already talked to <laughs> yeah, them yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got so, that deal everywhere yeah, we two go. Two beef hot dogs, not regular hot dogs. Beef hot dogs. Yeah, the good ones. Right, the good ones. Right. Yeah, the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, we have Heritage. There's they're ten and eight, uh, three and one in their region. They play St. Mary tomorrow. Uh, Trinity boys uh, beat Lagrange, which is surprisingly how bad it beat Lagrange over so the they weekend. Beat them bad. Yeah, it beat them by thirty six. Wasn't even close. Uh, and Lagrange boys are fifteen and four. So. I don't know, but anytime, once again, coach noticed this well. Anytime you deal with 16, 17, 18 year olds, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, it seems like the whole boys' side is like 10 and 8. Yeah, you're right, right, right. Right now, right. Except, for, um, except for Northgate, I think. But uh, Northgate's 5 and 14, but they've been playing really good. They lost seven games. Yeah, I was going to say every one of their losses have are, been really close. Yes. So they're they're right there on the right. edge. And they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, they're 0 and 3 in the region right now, but it's a five team uh, region, and Drew is horrible. Um, so they're gonna make the playoffs for sure. Well, they're not a Cowardy County team. We can say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's say what we want to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty bad at everything. Yeah, they they horrible. It's Kaida, and that's one of our closest one of my closest friends is the athletic director there. But I still can say they're horrible. And nothing wrong with saying that. Um, well, as long Kaida, as he knows you're being truthful, it's okay. Uh, he definitely knows I'm being truthful. Yeah. Uh, so it's Kaida boys are ten and nine. They're one and two in their region. They play Campbell tomorrow, which is going to be a very tough game. It's Kaida uh, have lost two of the, probably two best players. Over the last two games, they've won. Uh, they lost uh, Austin Colton. They'll be out for two more weeks. They lost Colt Dunley. Uh, they'll be out for two weeks with the ankle. What happened with him? Uh, ankle with uh, Colt and Austin um, uh, got stitches. Cut his hand, got stitches in his hand, I would say. So, shoot a hand, too. Can't tough it out? Uh, I think he's going to have to. I think he's going to have to. Um, yeah, the stitches been there at least two weeks. So. Right. Uh, and the last team is uh, it's Noonan. Uh, we brought up Northgate, which is 5-15 right now. Uh, Noonan boys are 10-9. They lost to Langston Hughes Friday. Uh, which is probably one of the most impressive losses you can have. Like, how can a loss be impressive? Uh, Noonan played without three starters, including my son, uh, who was dealing with COVID. Um, lost three starters to that game and still lost to Langston Hughes, which is ranked number seven in the state by yeah, I was four. I going to say, plus they're still mm-hmm. a top ten team in the, in the yeah. I almost said country, but yeah. in the state. Yeah, yeah. So losing to them by four in a game that when you're playing with two starters, that, that says a lot on the road. You know, so, so Noonan's 10-9. They got a, a tricky game tomorrow, Douglas County. It's seven and fifteen, and like man, they are horrible. Uh, Does counting yesterday beat the number four team in the state of Georgia by seven? Who's uh, that? Uh, uh, Cedar Grove, Cedar Grove. Yeah, so a real tricky team. 
uh, our region is loaded. I feel this way strongly that our region in football and basketball uh, are is from top to bottom. It's one of the best in the state. But basketball, I feel like every team in our region can win a playoff game in the state. That's how tough it is. So, Well, I'm looking forward to the region tournament because there's yes. so many good teams in this region. It's going to be one heck of a region tournament. Yes. So if you want to see some good ball, it's, it's not even just Noonan playing. I mean, go up there and watch you know, Alexander, Lacey Hughes, Noonan, oh. all of them. It's going to be some good basketball yes. games going on that night. Yeah, Alexander coming in Friday. They had no one team in Georgia come to Noonan on Friday. Um, so just want to share that as well. Uh, that's our basketball side of things. Of course, we have uh, Coach with us tonight. They're going to talk about the wrestling program yep. in more detail. So, Coach, real quickly, we can transition over there real quickly. Yeah. Um, speak on what happened this past weekend with the wrestling program. Um, so we attended the uh, – we qualified for uh, the state duels, which is uh, the Elite Eight. So to kind of put it into uh, perspective, the round of 32, like it would for the regular you know, football, basketball, right. and the round of 16 – were hosted at every region champions host school. Mm-hmm. So, uh, two weekends ago, we were able to knock off Lakeside Evans. I believe it was uh, like fifty-eight to eighteen wrestling scoring. I can explain it here in a second because a, a lot of that's, people don't know. That's about a big it. win. Oh yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's uh, yeah. including ourselves. We don't. Yeah, know. We, we handled them, um, and I feel confident saying that. Uh, and then we won a close one to Marist, um, thirty-nine to thirty-one. Right. So that knocked us into the Elite Eight for the first time ever. And um, I've been affiliated with Noonan's wrestling program probably since 2005, when I was in fifth grade. Uh, You coaching back then? (laughs) No, no. No coaching, just competing. I got you. Um, You know, Jim Morgan was coaching back then. (laughs) Uh, He's been there forever. But uh, why it's such a big deal, especially to me and those who've been keeping up, is Noonan has never won in the championship rounds at the state tournament, let alone make it to the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, whenever it gets to the Elite Eight, it goes to double elimination, right? For some reason, wrestling does that when it's a team competition. Um, and we had, I think the bright light scared us first round against Creekview. We got killed by them. And then we came back and won 40-39 to 39 wow. on Lassiter High School, who was very tough. And then uh, that knocked us into the top six. And then uh, we lost to Woodward. And so South Effingham, North Forsyth, uh, Woodward, Glen Academy, Creekview, then us. Those were the top six teams right there. South Effingham wound up winning it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I named them in order right there. Um, But it's just crazy because if you knew how Noonan Wrestling has been for the past two to three decades – this is by far, you know, the best, uh, I'd say, outcome of a team season, dual season uh, we've ever had. And the great thing is we're really young right now, too. That's, that's good. So, were we good. any good when we were in high school? I, I don't remember. I have no idea. Well, most days in high school, I was not sober. Uh, so you, so you, so you have no idea. I don't even remember my high school yeah, at all. You was wrestling with other things. Was out there? Yeah. yeah, that's a great question, Dave. I don't have a great answer, but it's a great question. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're here now, so that's yeah. all that matters. I'm not, I'm not drinking no more. Uh, Coach, I'm asking you put this me right on the spot like that. Well, I was just asking. I, I don't even remember. <laughs> that's a true, true answer. Uh, Coach, message is this: um, it's, it sounds like uh, in this sport of wrestling that. The most talented teams or programs are Atlanta above. Is that correct? Oh, that that's 100% correct. And it really has a lot to do with, first, the area. But second, most of those other uh, counties 
have established middle school programs. Gotcha. We were the only team at this tournament this past weekend um, who doesn't have middle school wrestling. Wow. Um, so that's really big right now. Glen Academy, South Effingham, they're down south, but I know that us in Fayette County no longer have middle school wrestling. Right. Have we ever had middle school wrestling? No, we never have. We never there was have. a big push for it back in the um, late 90s, early 2000s. But it has been obvious and very apparent for the past several years that is a big reason as to why we've been held back from, you know, our full potential, I guess you could say. Uh, but, you know, they allow us to have eighth graders. That's really where we find our guys. And I have a great coaching staff with me right now that's able to develop kids, uh, at a faster rate than really much of what I've seen throughout my time wrestling. So yeah, well, go ahead. I was going to say I would say the the middle school pipeline is huge because back in the day, you know, Coweta used to have a middle school pipeline towards lacrosse. Right. And I, I remember when um, I was you know the, the Noonan lacrosse team. Not say they're not competitive now, the but Copperheads back yeah, then they called yeah. them the Copperheads, and you know there was some really good talent that came up there through Noonan and East Coweta and, mm-hmm. and through Northgate. And you really saw those programs playing pretty well. And then ever since COVID showed up and pretty much shut that program down, right. it was never, ever really able to recover. Um, you've kind of seen it kind of decline now because now you've got kids coming straight into ninth grade who are saying, I want to play lacrosse, but they've never picked up a lacrosse stick before. And I'll tell you firsthand, trying to throw with my son in the backyard, it is not easy. That's not yeah. something that you can just walk up and pick up and be good at it and – you know, a couple of weeks, and it it takes years to get good at that. So no, same I, with wrestling, I would imagine. A hundred percent. I'll put it this way: um, unless you're just, I guess you would say, different, right? Uh, I've maybe seen once in my life a, a kid who starts wrestling in the ninth grade and is a state champion by the time they're a senior. That extra year in eighth grade really shows a big difference. You know, by the time kids are seniors, but just like you mentioned with lacrosse right there, you're not really likely to see a lot of success without one of those, uh, you know, middle school programs. Now, we have a a feeder program we started back for the first time since uh, COVID shut it down, Um, but most of those kids right now are fifth grade, right? Still got a ways to go before you see them. Yeah, and I don't plan on leaving anytime soon, so I'm sure I'll find them. I'll get them here, you know, sooner or later, but that's really been holding us back. I've just been fortunate enough to have the coaching staff I have with me right now, and they're, they call us like the Avengers because there's so many of them and they're all really good. Uh, I think, you know, fortune will come, but I do think it's going to be tough to get any higher than what we've already done without some sort of uh, middle school feeding program. Now, is that some something you're, you're throwing out there? Is that something that they've considered, or is that just kind of like a – I think I, mean, uh, I would love to have this. I mean, I think I don't know. I, I don't understand why it's not. But then again, I'm not sitting here complaining. You right. know, I know I if I ever wanted to, you know, potentially probably go somewhere with middle school, I could. But I love Noonan so much, you know, and I want to develop it. And if I'm able to help take part in getting a team, you know, to place high or, or higher in the state than most. You know, why not ride with it and figure out a way to make us good? That's kind of where my mind is at. You know, just jump yeah. over the uh, the adversity, I guess you would say, and, 
you know, do the best we can, and I love it. So yeah, well, let's, yeah, I was gonna say let let's back up for a minute because you said you've been around Nuna wrestling since fifth yeah, grade. So yeah. so talk about let's talk about your history. Obviously, going back to fifth grade since apparently you you've been wrestling since no. then. And <laughs> My older brother was yeah. wrestling for Noon and then, okay. and that's the first time I stepped into. Uh, the old gym, which is no longer there. Right. I had no idea really what wrestling was back then. That's I, where we had PE class. Was yeah. The old gym. Yeah. I actually got. I had the privilege of teaching in there for a year, um, but I was there and I walked in, saw my first wrestling meet, and I immediately was like, "This is awesome," mm. you know, because it's. I don't know. I don't know how old I was back then. All I knew was, "Hey, that looks a lot of fun," you know. I was a child, and then as I grew up, I got better in it, practiced a lot. Um, and when I was a freshman, you, you could tell there was a little difference because no middle school, right, uh, and where I was at in my journey compared to others just starting, right? But as a team, Noonan from back then, I would say up until Sean Haig took over uh, in 2013, it was just we needed work, yeah. Um and I then, imagine it's probably just a bunch of football players coming over and just wrestling. Is that how you'd that be shocked. kind of worked you out? You would be shocked. Wrestling is one of the sports that has quit the most out of high school. And uh, I don't think it's for every student. And that's because you have to have a mindset that's a little different than your average kid. And that is every other sport in Noonan aside from – like golf uh, or tennis singles like you have a team around you right it's real tough to walk out in front of a crowd um you know basically go into combat without throwing punches and if it doesn't go your way you know there's no safety net there and you have a lot of kids who have trouble um accepting that uh but as far as football right now we have low participation i've gotten it up a little bit um but really it's the kids a lot of the kids that find us are the kids that don't have any other sport to do you know and they fall in love with wrestling that's interesting because i i figured there would be a lot of football guys that would probably oh i want them i want them and and the ones i have are phenomenal like uh will walker uh he was the starting center for noonan this year he has been on a tear you know placing high in every tournament we go to uh winning big matches to help the team i mean he is lights out you know? just, i had a coach uh many years ago coach earwood it was at stars mill and of course they still run the same wing t office they ran for years for mm-hmm. a couple of decades right uh shared that he not quote unquote make his football players wrestle but highly encourage it and what's your thoughts on that? Because um, it's got to be a correlation with line of scrimmage oh, and leverage. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, hand fighting, footwork. I right. mean, and, and people always question when I say by that, like, your reaction time on a wrestling mat is up to par with any other sport in high school. Right. You know, and, but, you know, Coach Walker also advocates for it, too. That's gotcha. true. Uh, Coach Mann is one of our assistants. Right. Uh, he he. Does a phenomenal job. Like there is no shortage of trying to get kids out there. Right, right. But you know, kids have a lot of interest these days. You know, and and uh, you have some wrestling also falls in a winter sport, right? A lot of kids who play football try out for basketball, mm-hmm. right? Or they want to take that time in the winter to get a break because they got track or lacrosse right, right. or baseball coming up <clears throat> in the spring. And those are sports right there that are exposed to children 
at a younger age than say wrestling. No doubt. Right. Um, so that is like that's probably why we get the kids who like, hey, I have nothing else to do. Let me try this one. Right. right. Now, of course, we go. I go and find some kids in other sports and get them on. That's but right. that's typically the uh, I guess demographic would be the right word. Right. Yeah. Who's so. your most improved wrestler this year? Okay, that one right there has to be. Um, on and off the mat, this child named Bradley Betzel. Uh, David, he's in your son's grade. He's a 10th grader. Um, you know, he had some uh, off-the-mat issues well, before he ever wrestled, uh, behavior-wise. Mm-hmm. And he got into the wrestling room and immediately was just an all-star as a freshman. Um, qualified for the state tournament on his own, which is an amazing accomplishment as a freshman. But uh, this year, I think he has single-digit losses, almost 30 wins, um, and he's making a push to, you know, place himself in the state tournament, you know, fifth, sixth, fourth, third. You know, he's going to get up there. But as far as – Is he a freshman? He's a sophomore, sophomore right now. now. Okay. Yeah, he, he's one of those that we plan to be at the top of a state podium by his senior year. Wow, that's um, amazing. Like I said, we're a young team that has a, a good bit of talent. But, I mean, I could sit here and tell you how all of them have improved right. because this is my fourth year here. Mm-hmm. We have five seniors, but every single kid on my squad, especially the seniors, it's been like one big family since I got here and they started. And, you know, we're we're all very improved. Like I said, this is the best outcome we've ever had. So, we don't have many holes in our lineup. There are 14 spots on a wrestling team, and they go by weight. Right, right. Um, and I just got, I guess, lucky, convenient enough to have all 14 filled in with kids that have, you know, at least a year of experience and are just very good competitors, good kids. Like, I couldn't be more lucky in this situation. So what's what's the lowest weight? Like 106. That's so 106. where my uh, – the. Uh, young man, I was just telling you about Bradley Betzel. Okay. That's so that's his so that's weight where class. He's at. Oh, okay. yeah, it's his and other kids. We have four of them on our team, and every single kid has an opportunity to take it, but they don't even they don't even try because well, that's his. <laughs> right. And then what's what's your biggest weight class? Two eighty five. Now I don't know if you guys know, but Noonan has lacked bigger kids. Two eighty five is a big boy. Yeah. They, but like height, you have kids that are big and strong mm-hmm. and and um, look good, but we just don't have a lot of size. So two eighty five is a weight class. Our starting hev- that's what they call heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Our starting heavyweight weighs two hundred and thirty pounds. Oh wow! And that's Will Walker, and he has fluctuated in the state rankings this year um, from all the way from three to eight. You know, but he goes out there every time against 285-pound, you know, beast, and he's every bit as good as they are, if not better. So, That's strong right there. Oh, yeah. What's your why, Coach? Like, what's after four years, and I know anytime you're a leader or a boss or in charge of something, it comes to the good stuff, but also it's the stuff that we don't see, it's the, the calls, all that stuff. So what's your why to keep you going? Um, well, I started this stuff because I was a, a competitor. You know, I love the the nature of competition, and hey, I want to be in charge of something, and I want to go put it to the test against other people who are in the same position. Um, and that still is it. I still have a burning passion to to go out and compete, really, with anybody. You know, it, uh, 
I definitely don't shy away from bringing my kids to the toughest stuff available, and I think that's made us better. But, you know, of course, on top of that, growing a relationship with these kids and, and seeing them, you know, really just be successful is a huge why. Yeah. Uh, and when I say that, I mean I'll go – I'll do anything I can to make sure, hey, you know, after high school wrestling – you have some sort of avenue you can take to, you know, be successful and, mm-hmm. and, and care for yourself and, and, you know, provide for yourself. And so really, I guess it's just betterment of the young people that find their way to the team I'm on, really. And, of course, a combination with competing because that's, you know, it's a lot of fun. But... I would just say my why is really to help the kids I got and, you know, leave some kind of mark on them the way that my coaches were able to help me. You know, without them, I wouldn't be here. And It'd be awesome one day to see one of my guys coaching, you know, in the same spot I'm at or doing anything that would make me and themselves now proud, really. So I know you said your brother wrestled at Noonan. Did you wrestle at Noonan as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. We actually took a year break and went to East Coweta. Um, when I was a sophomore, but I have two brothers that wrestled at Noonan, um, and myself, and that right there is just the house. You know, we settled debates at the house growing up one way and one way only, and that was <laughs> <laughs> mom and dad got a say a wrestling mat, and it was in the basement, and you know, hey. Who wants the last cinnamon roll for breakfast real quick? Let's go wrestle for it. So me and my brother did the same thing, but it usually involved fists every now and then. Yeah. So, that, sure, sure Ill- illegal lot. holds and that kind of stuff. So occasionally it turned into WWE. Well, we did that too now. I'm actually just called. So oh, yeah. um, this could be a quote-unquote personal question, mm-hmm. but it should be a fun question as well. Um, so truthful answer right yeah so you have a full wrestling team and i'm sure that there's some kids on your team like man i really do love this kid like this is like my kid right right um let's say say that you had a quote-unquote 17 year old daughter that's running around doing high school right so 17 year old daughter doing mm-hmm. high school which one on your team would you allow to date your daughter and why oh wow and second part <laughs> of the question is none of them. which kid on the high school team you're like heck no you're not dating oh, my kid wow so oh, wow two-part question <laughs> Um, but not all of them because that's just a tough. generic. This is <laughs> this is tough because well, I don't have any children. It's uh, hypothetical. Uh, hypothetical. Yeah. You know, I want to say all of them because I tell I tell you they're they're. I know you said well, don't. No, we're not doing that. No. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we gotta have a name. Um, we gotta have a name. Um, I would just have to go ahead and say. There's a, a boy named Nolan on the team. Huey? Yeah, he's a stand-up he's kid. He's a football player. Stand-up kid, you know, uh, just all-around great individual. You know, he he stands by his teammates. He, he Yes, sir, no, sir, you know, early to practice. What can I do to, to you know, help the cleanup? Because right now we're not able to practice at the high school, so it's actually kind of a process. Um, but he is just – someone that i can count on on and off the mat no matter what uh he is just but here's the thing i say nolan i would 
trust these guys with literally anyone. Oh, so, here we go. Hey, Don't lose your answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, second part of the question. Least likely. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's tough because, like, I'm, I'm – I mean, you're on the spot, and everybody's going to hear it, but don't worry about it. Exactly. I mean, uh, only three people listen to the show, no so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't answer this one. I mean, uh, really just. Sure you can. <laughs> dragging me into a pit right now. <laughs> uh, you want to take the field coach? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I will. Just stream to the hook. If, if, yeah. someone, if someone hears it. Here's the thing. I don't know if I have an answer. I mean, I do, but we we understand, coach. Yeah, yeah. we understand. <laughs> you see what I'm wearing? Right? I don't yeah. wanna. I got kids. A lot of them. Trust me. We <laughs> you mentioned a minute ago that y'all can't practice at school. Obviously, that's tornado related. I'm assuming. Oh yeah. And so how's that affected the wrestling team? Well, you know, we kind of used it. Uh, what I like about this crowd is we we gained an identity very quickly, and and we knew who we were. Um, and actually, at the uh, in the round of 16, you know, uh, I gather everyone before each round, and I just kind of give them a little pump-up speech. But I asked them, you know, this one was more calm, which isn't like me. Sometimes I can get very uh, emotional and, um, you know, just a part of the sport. But I asked them, like, who remembers? Because we actually, before we had a practice space, we were uh, overlapping with cheer and I was like, forget this. We're over at CEC, and I get the kids, and we go and buy, you know, two 20-by-40-foot tarps, put it out in the field, and I bring wrestling mats out there. And wrestle we, out in the yard. We wow. wrestled okay. outside. You know, it was uh, mid-October. Still was feeling okay outside. The week was beautiful, but um, the school really hopped on it quick for us and helped out. And I say school, I mean the county. Mm-hmm. Um so last year we uh, were able to get at Ruth Hill Elementary, and these gyms are, are multi-purpose rooms. Right. You yeah. know, a basketball team couldn't practice in them. Yeah, I was gonna say I've been over to Ruth yeah. Hill. So yeah, you you take it a free throw, not. you're hitting the ceiling. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. And um, but they're the perfect space size, you know, for a wrestling area. So luckily we were able to do it at Ruth Hill. Um, Ruth Hill got a new principal who's she's awesome she used to work at noonan uh but you know they started renting out to another place luckily um this county was able to get us over at atkinson Mm. and i like that i like that because now a lot of kids will get a a warm-up by if it's not raining or anything they'll strap up their book bags and they'll take a jog to Atkinson. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you can get there from the school. By foot. Yeah, yeah. Right. so a lot of kids choose to do that, and I'm like, I'm like, you guys, we're about to have a tough practice, but that's kind of their mentality this year. Like, chip on the shoulder. We don't have really a home, per se, but we want to go into everyone else's home and make it ours. That's kind of like... Uh, Road Warriors mentality. Oh, without a doubt. Without and And they love it. Yeah. They like being the... or having that chip on their shoulder, yeah. so... So when the, I guess obviously if you drive by Noonan High School right now, there's a pretty massive gym being built. Yeah. So what's uh what's the the new Noonan wrestling home gonna look like? Um, it's gonna look like, from what I've been told now, you know this is it's it's weird. You try and figure out um, 
what you're going to get in this new thing. And let me tell you, if it's well, as, every day I drive by it, I try to figure yeah. out what is this thing going to look like. Uh, if so. it's as um, awesome as it's been explained, it's going to have everything you ever need when it comes. But now, that's just what I've heard. I can't. I won't truly know. You know. Right. Yeah. Someone mentioned. Uh, you know. There's. Too many chiefs on it and not enough Indian Indians. I don't know what that meant. All I know is that is I that really a term we need to use for a cougar gymnasium? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I think I like what you're saying with that. Though, I, I'm, yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah, uh, I say that's not the first time. Too, yeah. we, not yeah. the first time we've heard that. Right, one. right. Yeah. So all I know is I have been told we're getting a wrestling room that you'll be able to fit two mats on, and our mats are forty by forty feet. Yeah, pretty big. Yeah, and um, we are able to comfortably fit. Uh, 60 kids on it. That's what we're able to get at Atkinson mm. right now. And comparative to other wrestling rooms we go to, that's big. And, and it's going to be really good for the program. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Uh, so It's a pretty nice building. At least oh, it looks, looks pretty good so excited far. Excited is an understatement because what we had before is probably about the size of the room we're in now. Mm. Like it was terrible and they were, you know what, they they were giving us what they had, though. They weren't trying to short us whatsoever. And now they're like, oh, yeah, well, you guys are going to be set. So I take that, and I'm running with it. I'm excited yeah. uh, for every this. program. I would say this, man. This is for all the programs at Noonan. Of course, we've seen it as parents um, of, of athletes, man. It's been rough. Like It's just been, it's been a rough four years from COVID mm-hmm. to the tornadoes and now you're going from one part of your campus at noon, another part at across the, across the uh, street at West Central. Um, so yeah. it's been tough, man. Like so, I commend all coaching staffs, but I definitely feel what you're saying about moving around because I've seen Darius move from Central to Uncle Sergeant, back right. to Central to Uncle Sergeant to Dad. Now we can't practice today because we will have like I've, I've seen it, you know. So yeah. so fully understand that. Um, just want to share this, man, as well. Like, and I said it at the beginning of our podcast that. For you guys to be in the situation you're in and to still be in a top 10 in the state of Georgia, it's kudos. Like, from you, yeah. the whole coaching staff, like, it's crazy because if you said that we just made a top 10 regardless, that's a big accomplishment. But when you add to other factors, man, right. man it's a big-time year. And to hear that you guys are a young team, like, I'm excited to see the wrestling, wrestling program. Like, I'm really excited to see it, like, for sure. And that's something that I, I, I was wondering how I could uh, make life a little easier because we've been traveling all around. Um, so I'm trying to bump up the amount of times we are at home, which it's been tough because those mats aren't light. You, you yeah, gotta, I imagine they're not. you yeah. got to get them from Atkinson over here to Noonan. Right. And then, you know, we are so respectful of everyone else's time yeah. or try to be so, like, it's immediately it's go time when the match is over. Get these mats up because yeah. basketball has to get out here and practice, yeah. or or they'll have a game the next day. And the last thing we want to do is be stepping on anyone's toes yeah, yeah, because yeah. we all feel like our toes are being toes are being stepped on by that tornado. Right. And, right. Um, but nah, I'm trying to get more exposure. More to come next year for sure. Uh, that's probably been the biggest downside to me being the coaches. I just haven't had a lot of home stuff, but there's. <laughs> The, the amount of times people have seen us now, they're like, wow, we had no idea that uh, wrestling was that entertaining. And it's truly something you'd have to go to and watch for yourself to get what I'm saying. Um, but uh, 
the crowd, the atmosphere, whenever you're in a tight match with another team and then your kid gets a pin, right. the place explodes. And, and it's – I highly recommend it. Yeah, I'll yeah. put it that way. Now, Coach, I've I've been to wrestling matches, but they have ropes around them. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, obviously, you know, obviously high school wrestling, you, you can't do some of the things that they do. No, so no, no what, turnbuckles. Yeah. Or so what chairs. are <laughs> what are some things that that you like? Some holds or some things that you cannot do in oh. high school wrestling. Okay, so no one understands this one, but whenever you're on the mat with an opponent, you can't touch your hands because if I were to get on top of someone and wrap my hands around them and lock it, right? The likelihood of them being able to get out from under me if I know how to place my body correctly, uh, not just me, good wrestlers, right? And I'm not saying that's me, but I'm saying that's really anyone with a year experience if they are committed. It's tough to get out from under them. That's probably the biggest one. And if it happens, you're, uh, if you do it, your opponent gets one point. All right, there's a whole scoring system in wrestling that no one really understands. That point is very big. Yeah, oh, it's huge, <laughs> right. huge. Um, that and whenever you are slamming an opponent or returning them to the mat, your knee has to hit the ground first. You have to basically make sure you have control of your opponent because I've seen some gruesome stuff where a kid braces for the fall and his arm bends the wrong way, uh, you know, it doesn't take much for some joints to decide they want to go out of place. Yeah. Um, I like that term, Derek, return him to the mat yeah. instead of body slam. Well, yeah, I'm returning him to the mat. I'm big on trying to separate it. I'm big on trying to get wrestling known for as a sport because most people see it as entertainment. Entertainment. That or like combat really without fist, yeah. you know, and the way I wrestled and the way I try to teach my kids is this is a sport as in there's a score, mm-hmm. right? This is not just go out there, beat each other up, and then that's that. Right. So stuff Now like, is it just one point here, one point there? No, or can you get no, multiple it, points oh, for yeah, doing things? Oh, yeah, you can get multiple points. I'll do my best to explain it, but people have a tough time understanding. If I take you down to the ground, I'll get two points. If you were to escape, you would get one right if i am able to expose your back for two seconds three seconds or four seconds i would get two additional points you know so like you can rack up points very quickly um if i were to hold expose your back to the ground for five seconds i'd get three points like it's very confusing to, from the outside looking in. And you'd have to spend your time watching a couple matches before it started to kind of click what was going on. Um, well, we're kind of slow. It'd take us a speak for yourself, seven baby. or eight matches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't even know where you were in high school. So I, I, I told you I was that. <laughs> he did. He did. It's kind of like me and, and fouls in basketball. You know, I don't really know any of the rules. And I was glad you guys were able to kind of shed some light on what's going on in the basketball scene because – our seasons run parallel, mm-hmm. so it's so tough for me to like kind of know what's going on. And I love the you know having kids in my classes that are playing basketball; mm-hmm. they kind of fill me in. But sometimes the referees don't even know what they're doing. That's very uh, factual. during basketball games. Very factual. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've heard that. I'm sure y'all don't run into that in wrestling <laughs> at all. You know, I try. <laughs> I'm being cautious here. You know, <laughs> um, you know, I just try to tell the kids don't don't leave it up to him. 
you know, it's best yeah. to keep. Don't best leave it up to him. Yeah, don't let if, them decide, right? Right. Because uh, if you do, you know, they're doing their best, and sometimes could go either way. Yeah. If you leave it up to him, I, you can't really point the finger. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, nah. I would say other outside of that, the, those point scorings, you know. Pinfall, you expose their shoulders to the mat, hold them there. That's really it. And it's just, you know, mixture of speed, agility, technique is probably the biggest thing when it comes to this sport. Um, it's how it's done. There are team points. So I'll, exp- I'll try and explain very quickly. Uh, there are two state tournaments in the GHSA for wrestling. Mm-hmm. The one we just completed is the state duels. It's team state. As in, I have my 14 guys. They have their 14 right. guys. We'll my, see who the best is. My 106 is going to wrestle theirs. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And whoever is the victor, the team is awarded points. Right, right. So, but different ways to win equal different amounts of points. Right, right. So, let's say 106, that's the starting weight class. If their guy goes out there and wrestles our guy, and they pin our team, their team would receive six points. Now, 113 is the next weight class. If our guy were to beat their guy by a decision, we would get three team points. Okay, Because the pin is worth more. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. And then there's a mercy rule, which is if you get up 15 points, they call it a technical fall, um, our team would receive five points. Is that in, in, in an individual match up 15? Yes, individual gotcha. match. Okay. Um, and then there's a major decision. If you win by eight or more but less than 15, it's four points. It's that is very confusing. Conf- very confusing, but the scores I was spouting off earlier, right, you know, uh, 58 to 18. Or 40 to 39. Yeah, yeah right. right there. That comes with, you know, a mixture of pinfalls, yeah. decisions, right. you know. Makes so, sense. like – if you have a kid who is down on the scoreboard, we had a situation where our kid was not going to win. He was down by eight points, and there was 30 seconds left, and we are screaming our tails off, hey, you've got to get out from under him and get yourself another point. Right. So that way they only score three points instead of four. Well, he was able to do that, and we were able to win against Lassiter at the – in the elite eight duels, forty nine. I mean, forty to thirty nine. So, yeah, that, the one, the that one point us, meant the whole match. Yeah, yeah. That, it, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, it's intense. It's strategic. You know, weight manipulation. When I say that, I have a lineup. You know, I bring. We brought twenty four kids. There are fourteen spots. If I have any intel on our opposing team, right, and I know, all right, the kid at this weight isn't that good, and I have a really good kid. Somewhere in my lineup, I can throw him out there at, you know. A different weight? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we can get additional points. Like that makes sense. That makes sense. There's a lot more strategy and coaching in this sport than anyone would ever think. So you got to do a lot of scouting as well. Oh, a ton. A ton. And, um, you know, it's it's played in our favor since the region duel started. I knew because of my coaches, I knew everything we needed to know about South Paulding, who won state a couple years ago in our uh, region tournament. And then follow up in the finals with uh, 
Alexander High School, who has been a juggernaut in the state of Georgia for the past 20 years. You know, knowing what I knew about them helped us manipulate our lineup enough to get the job done. All right? It takes about a week to really understand your opponent, especially if you've never seen them. Uh, same thing for Lakeside Evans, and that's why we kind of ran up the score on them because we were so prepared. Gotcha. You know? That's really good. And uh, we didn't expect to see Marist in the round of 16. I was totally prepared to wrestle Gainesville High School. So that was a tough – I say it's tough because you have this whole plan for Gainesville. Right, right. And you got to trash it. Yeah, and you now have you got to change it up. You have yeah. about 20 minutes to figure out what you're going to do. Right. Um, and, like, they're required to give you their weigh-in sheet at the day of a tournament so you know, all right, they have this kid here, this kid here. Like, it's it's hectic. But <laughs> – Sounds that way. Yeah, it's Definitely a lot more up. complicated than I ever thought it was. That is <laughs> yeah. for sure. Hey, Coach, uh, one parting shot you want to give to our listeners uh, about the wrestling program – when the season starts, if there's a tryout, like some, some information about the wrestling program. No tryout whatsoever. And we run basically year-round because I have coaches in the off season that um, they aren't high school coaches. They're USA. They're like, I think it's like for AAU right, or basketball. Right, right, right. I have a designated coach that purposely doesn't come to any practices. He doesn't do anything with us during the regular season. We take about a month off. And then we start practice with him wrestling with the kids, and we take anyone year-round. You know, it doesn't matter. So if he comes around, he's yeah. ineligible to coach at all. It, right. It, well, yeah. we, he knows that. And we, that's why yeah. we have it set up that way. It's kind of like baseball and basketball and all that. That way stuff. we can go year-round and be within the rules. Right. That's, yeah. that's really what it is. Um, but we start, you know, mid-October. I start the conditioning uh, August. And it rolls through about February 18th. Um, the dual season, what we just finished, every year finishes around between January 17th and 20th. Uh, and really what I'll say is is that if you want to get in shape, if you want to be, you know, you want to find out something about you, this is definitely the sport for you. Uh, that's really it, you know. Come so, Coach, I know we can find you on Facebook at Noon yeah. and Wrestling, but yeah. are you also on Twitter and all the other spots? Uh, not Twitter, Instagram we are. It's at uh, Noonan underscore takedown. And, you know, it's – it's. Uh, we got to get you on Twitter, Coach, because Facebook, I was told this by from a source, uh, Facebook for old people. Um, yeah. Not saying you're old. <laughs> not saying you're old. Uh, but I, a source told me that, you know, a source that. Is that, that source your, uh, your son? Uh, myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. That source over there told me the same thing. Yeah, source for old people, but, I mean, uh, it's not the gospel or nothing like that. So I just, just told him source. i got to be on all platforms. I mean, right. i got to get 85 South out everywhere. Right. And right. then you told him, nothing wrong with yeah, Facebook. So. I said you got to add Twitter to it. <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll get that done tonight, actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've been giving nicknames to all the coaches who get into the Elite Eight, so I think uh, Elite Eight Shea sound pretty good, don't you sounds think? Sounds really good. That's a great sounds one. Really so up there with Brown it. and Gats and right. all those guys. Right. So, it's uh, an honor. We need to get some more awesome. Nuna coaches in the Elite Eight uh, category. It's so coming. we got to get that I, done. I genuinely think with this new facility and, and the, the personnel that's been brought in, um, big things are coming. If everything is panning out the way I'm seeing it pan out right now, firsthand, um, Big things are coming pretty much 
All right. Across the board, maybe not by next year, but within five, we're going to be competing a lot better, I believe, yes. than than say, you know, within recent years for certain, or if not all sports, really. I mean, I, the culture is changing, and that is we're about to start winning a lot of stuff. That's I can, a good thing. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm, I know Derek probably would agree with me to say that our. Our facilities at Noonan are some of the best around, no, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Yes. Got a beautiful football stadium, about to have a beautiful new gym. Baseball field's looking pretty awesome right now. Yeah, always. Um, oh, always yeah, yeah. I mean, it's looking great. Um, great looking forward that, to getting man. out there, uh, seeing some baseball games. And uh, as of right now, if my body will let me work out on a regular <laughs> schedule, I plan on playing in the alumni game. So I'm looking forward oh, to wow, that. Oh, wow, that'll be awesome. Uh, looking forward to that in, in March coming up. What were you doing? The alumni game. Oh you, boy, you were there, but you were there and not there. So, yeah, but you're I'll, still alumni. I'll, I'll you got both. a you got a diploma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. Do, I did get yeah. that. I did get that. <laughs> <laughs> well, coach, before we move on to the next thing, we just want to say congratulations, man. Thank you, guys. From from Noonan Cougars to another Noonan Cougar. Um, so proud of the wrestling team. Okay. So proud of what they're doing. Um, and we look forward to uh, having you guys on the show more often. Oh, yeah, I appreciate um, it. Now that we've now we've got this platform rolling pretty good right now. Right. So I'm excited. Thank yeah. you for having me. Truthfully. So, so we'll do David. Uh, we can bypass the, the NIL deal. We'll talk about that next week, and we'll talk about Airbnb enemy next week. We do our Monday night motivational message. I thought uh, I thought you had an NIL deal for me. So you don't. No, 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 no. We're talking we're, about we're bypassing that. Yeah, how Florida messed up their NIL deal. I still got deal. four years. Uh, I still what? got it. Four years of what? Eligibility. Oh, I'm not okay. done. Okay. Still have plenty of time. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> so our and, coach. Uh, and Coach Shea, you're welcome to join in on this yes. as well. So we always ask all of our guests. So uh, go ahead, Derek. What you got for So today? basically every week we end our show with a message, a positive message. Uh, this week our message is going to focus on uh, sports. All right. Um, and it's, this message reads, don't ever expect front row seats if you're only giving nosebleed efforts. So don't ever expect front row seats if you're only giving nosebleed efforts. What that means to you? I mean, it's plain and simple. Don't don't ask to get on the playing field if you're not putting effort in. Um, pretty much. Um, today's society is I want in and I want in now. Um, but why am I going to put you in if you haven't done anything? If I've got all these guys who are working their tail off, they're the ones that's playing. So if you want to get out there and play and you want to be involved, then. You need to do what it takes to get involved. Right, right. Um, you know, it's been a long time since I've been on a on a Noonan field of, of any kind, but I remember running at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. around Noonan High School in February, how horrible that was. But come the end of baseball season, not being tired when you're in the ball game and seeing how those kind of things work out. Similar with basketball, I'm sure wrestling, a lot of oh, running, yeah. a lot of working out. You know, a lot of people just want to get on the field without having to do that other stuff because that other stuff's hard. Right, right. right. All right, Coach, I'd, I'd have to say that, I mean, uh, to me, that says if you want to be seen, you have to put in work when no one's looking, you know. And, and it being great is awesome, but not seeing, you know, a lot of people don't see the effort that goes into being great. And whenever yeah. it's – whenever they're faced with, you know, an opportunity to put in that much effort, Oftentimes, a lot of people won't do it, but uh, I really just think it means, you know, you get in what you – or you get out whatever you put in. Yes, yes. 100%. Yes. Coach Bass used to say a long time ago, you put corn in, you get corn out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he used to say. I will say this. Same, same along the same line. And this goes along with something you said, Coach Shea, uh, as well as 
me personally seeing this with basketball with Coach Katz is that, man, the work, the homework that he put in to scout these teams is Mm -hmm. crazy. And I see it every night. Like, it would be 2 o'clock in the morning I get a – uh, email like huddle coach cats like man at two o'clock in the morning like he is but that's the reason why you go from having a program was winning three to four games to 11 wins 19 wins 17 wins this year right. they probably win another 17 18 games right. that type of stuff and it seems just hearing you saying the same thing about how crazy the scouting is that's where the effort come in like oh. everybody not scouting that way oh no um, you know no, so you have to be dedicated coach yeah. Gatz is very dedicated yeah. he's always doing basketball yeah. stuff yeah so so, so big yeah. props and it's it's not just players i mean the you know, uh baseball coach puts a ton of work in he does too um not just in putting a team together but just getting a field in the shape that it's in right. um you know wrestling basketball you know these these guys are working hard and if you want to get to where you got to go, you know, you got to be willing to put that work in. It's just there's no other way around it. Mm-hmm. I think last week we shared that uh, the key word to all of that was impact. Are the words from Martin Luther King? I think tonight words a word would be successful lifestyle. Like that's what success looked like. Success looked like hard work. Um, a lot of folks will want that quote unquote success, but hard work, man, put you in position for that stuff. So uh, once again, thank you, Coach, for being our guest. Once again, thank you, Clay. For producing our show. Uh, yeah, we'd ask Clay what his thoughts are, but he don't have a microphone. He had to yell really loud. Uh, Clay talks enough. He's sign language, but <laughs> I have no idea what he's saying. <laughs> so. Uh, so thank you again, Clay, for producing the show as well. And thank you, Noontime Herald, um, for this collaboration. Yep. Pardon shots. And uh, if you'd like to follow uh, follow along with 85 South, you can go to 85southsports.com. You can check all the local scores, and we do our best to post everything that we can get our hands on. So uh, check us out at 85southsports.com. Also, all you uh, men out there, if you're interested in anything to do uh, with M46 over at Trinity, uh, if you go and you look at our first podcast with Trinity Head Coach, the link to M46 is down there at the bottom, and uh, we'll also have that link up on our website as well. So if you're looking to be a better dad or you know just better father in general, M46 might be for you. Yes. That's Malachi 4.6, I believe, is the yes. verse that he quoted for that. And uh, hopefully we got some big things coming with that down yes, the road. We don't know yet, for but sure. we're working some things out on that. So um, thank you, guys. This is episode two. Check us out on Spotify, Apple, or however many places Clay puts us <laughs> on. So you guys have a great night. We'll see you next week for episode number three. Y'all take care.